0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: St. Martin's, Missouri is a tiny hamlet of a town. Its population is less than 1,200 people and sits almost dead centre of Missouri. But the family of Alyssa Bustamante was far from the norm in St. Martin's. In 2002, Alyssa and her three young siblings were taken by their grandparents after their father, Caesar, went to prison and their mother had issues with addiction. That meant she was unable to look after them. Yet Gary and Karen Brooke adored the four children and hoped that life with them would be stable for Alyssa and her siblings. Fast forward to 2009 and Alyssa was exhibiting concerning behaviours. School friends noticed that she had begun self-harming and two years earlier in 2007, Alyssa had attempted to end her life. She also kept a diary of her darkest thoughts and in times of boredom she dug graves in the bushland behind her home. Yet none of her behaviours gave any warning of what she would do. On the afternoon of October 21, 2009, nine-year-old Elizabeth Alton was excited when Alyssa's six-year-old half-sister knocked on her door and asked her to come and play. Elizabeth's mother approved, saying she should come home after an hour. The two girls then spent the afternoon playing together outside Brooke's home. When the hour came and went without Elizabeth returning home, her mother set out to remind her daughter that she would have to come home well before now. Mrs. Alton spotted the young girl who had been playing with Elizabeth and asked her where her daughter was. The six-year-old said that Elizabeth had headed home a while ago. Alarmed that her daughter was missing, Mrs. Alton called police and soon a team that included FBI agents had arrived to search the town for the missing nine-year-old girl. This is Monsters Who Murder Serial Killer Confessions.
0: Police found 27 corpses. Australia's worst serial killer.
2: Even though I didn't want to get in the car,
1: I had to. With Amanda
2: Howard and Robert McKnight.
1: Hello, I'm Rob McKnight. Welcome to a brand new season of Monsters Who Murder Serial Killer Confessions. You know we couldn't do this show without the serial killer whisperer, true crime author and criminologist. You call her Amanda Howard, I call her pain in the ass. Hello, Amanda.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't know how true that is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you know, I'm really excited to be back and I'm really excited about some changes we've made to Patreon because finally they've given you access. We can have two people at the same time, which means the $10 secret Facebook group now moves over to Patreon. Amanda, it's a whole new world.
0: I know, and I'm already saying to annoy people because I am posting because I can now access it. That so I just um, share my weirdest and wonderful ideas at three o'clock, and they and everyone just got to go. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and either answer or not.
1: <laughs> no, that's what it's for. That's what people love. They yeah. love having this access. And of course, if you want to be part of that, just go to patreon.com/slash/mwmconfessions. Amanda. Tell us a little bit about who we are focused on in this edition of Monsters Who Murder.
0: Well, this is about the death of Elizabeth Alton um, at the hands of Elizabeth Bustamante. I know that that's a spoiler alert, but we we all know why we're here when we see what the episode's called. Um, But it's interesting how this case is going to twist and turn, and I've actually set you a, a... a clue, Robert, I want you to find out what the twist is because I don't think you're going to spot it and most people won't either. But um, mm. this is going to go in some crazy places, but at the same time, um, it's going to be heart wrenching because there's people involved here that are just literally, you just want to hold them for the rest of your life. But um, yeah, it's it's a, a great opener for the, the, the new season and I'm excited that we're actually here again finally. <laughs>
1: All right, well, let's get into it because we've heard the setup, but let's pick up where the six-year-old sister of Alyssa was interviewed at length by police as they tried to work out what happened to Elizabeth. Yet her story never wavered. The two girls had been playing together before Elizabeth said she had to go home. Believing the girl may have been kidnapped in a crime of opportunity, roadblocks were put in place to check every vehicle coming or going through St. Martin's. Investigators were at a loss until the six-year-old remembered something that she had not previously told them while the two young girls had been playing 15 year old Alyssa had decided to join them when other leads failed attention turned to the teenager it would be during an interrogation that Alyssa would eventually confess to killing elizabeth so we now head to that interrogation and as always amanda you've told me to brace for some twists and turns you've mentioned (laughs) those you reckon i won't see coming so i am here for it (laughs)
0: yeah you're gonna have to watch very closely this time you got to watch how people move and, and what they say and there's a lot that's going to be going on at the same time
1: all right. Now, to set the scene in the extremely tiny interrogation room, we have Officer Dave Rice, Juvenile Officer Toby Meyer, that's a female who is there to be an advocate due to Alyssa's age, Alyssa and her grandmother, Karen Brooke. Alyssa is in front and centre of the camera and believes she is there just to answer some questions. She absolutely has no idea that she was a suspect when she entered the room. Rice asks Solis a few general questions about who she lives with and then to explain how the day had begun from when she woke up. So let's see how all this begins. I came home,
2: all of us, I get home around three. No, four. Three, 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 four. I get home around there. And I just hung out my room for a little while. And then I went for a walk around 5, or thirty-five, something like that. And I was just walking around in the forest for a while. And I was supposed to take my little sister with me, but I ditched her because she's annoying. Okay. And I was just walking around in the forest. And then for about an hour, I came back for 5. 36 ish, and I went up in my room and I heard like Emma yelling, so I went outside and I, like, she was down in the like ditch area and she was stuck in thorn bushes. So I went down there and I helped her out, and she asked me why I was waiting because you know, I period. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, don't talk. So we went out there, and my brother and Anthony were asking about Elizabeth because she, they thought she was supposed to be at home or something. Okay. And I didn't really think about she it, so we just went back to the house and then started to get ready to go to church because we have Wednesday night activities. Okay. And Anthony came, and he's like, he was patting on the door, and he was like, Do you know where Elizabeth is? Because he couldn't find her. And that's when they started to get you know people were like oh what's going on like where is she but we ended up going to church and um, a lot of stuff happened while we were there it's, it's from seven to eight fifteen ish and when we came back it was three shared cars in our property and you know, there was people out searching everywhere.
1: Okay, so Alyssa seems pretty calm, Amanda. She's going over a day quite easily. She really doesn't understand that she's a suspect. We know they always start out with easy questions. Is there anything that would be sounding alarm bells from what the detectives are hearing?
0: Well, uh, this is why they ask the, these generalised questions because they want to see what their truth um, speech patterns are, are like to see what they do when they're going to lie. But what we also have here is that she's going into specific detail about certain things, about certain times of the day, and then it's like, oh, and then for an hour I wasn't around, I just didn't do anything, I just went back to my room. And that's the hour, that's the most important part of this. And then she's going, oh, and then we went to church and this person said this to me, this person said that to me. So we we have that that vague hour which is very different when everything else was was quite like important and that's what she was saying you know but she's trying to keep herself calm as well and and she's nodding to sort of also create that um that sense that she's trying to prove that what she's saying is right and true and 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 to not question it so her nods are very important for those that are, are, are watching the film because it will show how she is going to change but for right now she's quite calm she's speaking easily she's just doing what she needs to answer the questions forgetting about what one major part of the day and just just going along like that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. If you want to see the video, just go to mwm.uscreen.io or you can do the $25 tier at Patreon. Um, It's interesting when you see her, Amanda, because I didn't get a sense of nervousness from her. It's interesting what you say about the nodding and the vagueness about that hour. She's a young girl. She's got the hair that sort of combs over her (laughs) one of her eyes um but she looks a bit tomboyish from what i can see in the video but she she's not the kind of girl that stands out as being a a troublemaker or anything like that she just seems like a a a typical young girl to me
0: yeah absolutely And, and and that's what makes these people so scary is that we expect them to not become killers of nine-year-old children yeah. so for her to just look like that she's calm she even spoke about that there was blood on her jeans and was embarrassed that it was period blood which it wasn't um you know there's all of that that, that that's going to come up but it's interesting mm. how she relays part of that lie as well and she sort of creates that as part of it so then that's he quite knows smart the really she's saying <laughs> Oh, she's got an answer for everything. This is a very interesting interrogation. This is why we're opening the season with this one because I've been watching this one for weeks because it is that fascinating. And she's she, she plays this very well.
1: Okay. Well, so after Alyssa goes through her story, Rice uses the tactic we have seen many times before. He now wants her to go through it all again and add the details that he knows she has skipped over. <laughs>
2: So 3.30, that's who was home. Mm-hmm. What would you do when you got home? Um, I went in my room, went to the bathroom, did the usual stuff when I got home from school. Sure. And then I decided to go for a walk. It was, what did I say? Okay. So I went outside in the forest. And just, Where Where'd you go? So you went to a walk. Where would you go? Okay. There's like a tree line. Do you want to, like, draw this for you? I have a map. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, the family. thing about this this map, okay. I don't think it has where okay. your actually house is. So the way I understand it's the new way. house would be right back here. Is yes. that right?
1: right? Okay, let's say the new house is ballpark here. Now, this is interesting. He has a map. <laughs> now, we've seen suspects having to draw things in the past, but having a map there is... I reckon that speaking volumes, he is ready for Alyssa to talk about her afternoon.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. And she was actually willing to um, draw the map anyway. And we know that they use this as a trope in that they then can lock them down to these details. If you have something written down, if you have a drawing, if you have um, something more than just words, it's going to be an important part to play later. So when she goes, look, I'll draw it for you. And you know she was like okay to draw it for a certain reason, and he goes ha ha you don't have to because I've, I've I've got a map, and then she actually so gets him. So what's the power
1: play in that? What what does it matter if he's got a map?
0: Well, the fact that then it can be more accurate because she can go oh, I think there's trees over there and I think there's a creek over here. Well, he's going there's the creek, there's the trees that here's a grave that you dug so what else were you doing so he's showing that he's prepared but she she didn't get that she just thought oh he's just helping me out and that's why she got closer to him i
1: get why she would react that way
0: yeah well they accident they actually create the exact same pose they 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 sort of lock together Mm. to look at this map and that's that's that show the way she she hunched over the table with
1: him was quite interesting
0: it is, yeah. She, she is totally trusting and she is totally calm and cool.
1: Well, Rice continues to go over the map he has with Alyssa and it's interesting to also note the juvenile officer, Toby Meyer, she's also leaning over trying to see what Rice and Alyssa are looking at.
2: Is this correct then? So the wood line is back over here. Uh-huh. Yes, so so I went through go? here. And I hung out with the pond for a little while. Okay. And then there's a trail that goes out here. And it's, like, right drop for me, I guess. Um, I'm not exactly sure how far back it goes. It's, like, past all the clearings. And then when it starts to get to, like, a smaller trail and whatnot, there's a little side thing. It's, like, a side trail I go off on. And you just keep following that trail. And it goes off over there. And there's, like, a really cool cow pasture with um sweet-looking... It's like a creek, kind of. Okay. So it uh, follows. It uh, goes from pond to pond to pond. Are so these ponds? Oh them? they're not. No, those are, those are like clearings. Yeah. Just clearings? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Clearings. Okay. All right. So there's, there's like clearing three clearings. Three clearings. I mean. And then this goes to a creek bed. And then and then there's a trail, but it's kind of hard to miss the side turning. It's like kind of right at the beginning of the trail. And. It splits off and you cross a little creek,
1: and then there's another like path, like a road path. You just follow that, and then it takes you to this beautiful you know, pasture. Okay. Yeah, it was interesting. Rice got her to draw in the trail that she walked. You alluded to this. As you said, he is locking her down to one story, and she seems okay with that
0: she's excited. She's happy to correct him. Like when he goes, I think these are tiny ponds. And she goes, no, that that's clearings between yeah. the trees and all of that. And so he's like, oh, okay. But what we're seeing here is that she's speaking so freely. She has no stutter. She has no sentence justifies like, oh, oh, I believe, or maybe it's possible. You know, there's none of that. It's just straight talk. And that's the way that she's going. And so this now shows us how she is when she's talking truthfully, because she spent mm. a lot of time in, in those woods and so she played that there a lot so she was happy to say yeah this is here and this is there and that's it because that doesn't lock her down to where they're going to go but this sort of shows that this is where she spent a lot of time that that she knew it from air what what it, it looked like and, and she was happy to discuss her time there.
1: All right well let's focus a little on the changes to Alyssa's speech patterns as Rice pushes a little harder and also for the first time Officer Meyer also interjects before Karen adds in a vital, a vital piece of information. Uh,
2: okay. as How as long, as long as were you as gone as that like day after, after walk? I was gone for about an hour. Okay, so you were gone about an hour. Mm-hmm. When you walked up there to the cow pasture, what were you doing? Um, I was just, you know, enjoying nature, taking a walk. Were you smoking? No. Okay. If you were, that's that's fine. I don't care. I'm just trying to get an idea. This is one of those occasions where if you were we don't care if you were somebody. Oh, I know, I I wasn't okay. 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 So you're walking up there, you go up to this cow pasture. Did you meet anybody up there? No. Mm-hmm. Did you meet Dustin up there? Did you meet anybody else up there? Or did you see anybody on the trail? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was just the forest. Okay. Peaceful over there. Okay. So you walked up there. Um, and you're gone about an hour, and then you came back. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And then what you do? Um, I went up in my room, and then I heard Emma like yelling, like crying, and you know. So I came outside, and she was okay. Well, we don't have the gravel road, but it's, it's, we excavated. Say that's like the pond right or something, mm-hmm. and like. This is the gravel road that comes around this way. Yeah. Like in this part, there's like a steep incline. You know what I'm about? Mm-hmm. But she was down in there. And down like, in here? Yes. Okay. And like she was stuck in thorn bushes. And I helped her out. Okay. Now, well, you were in your room. Mm-hmm. What part of the house is your room? And it's up here. I have my window open. That's I right here. Okay. Okay. So you heard Emma was, was she yelling? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you went down to help Emma. Mm-hmm. She was stuck. Yep. Okay. Do you remember when that was? Ooh, that was around six thirty, six fifteen. It wasn't that whole record. That. Okay. When you went home, you were up in your room. Or- mm-hmm. Okay. And so you go down to help Emma, mm-hmm. and she was stuck. How, how was she stuck? Well, like, there was a big old bush on Like, big old bush huh? And, like, she could got get over it. She yeah, she's somehow enough. managed to get herself stuck in there. So I had to go her. Okay. She like the little person. You look after her. I do. I mean, she's annoying, but she's still your person. Yeah. If the time is critical, my husband remembers, because Alyssa went charge running down the stairs. I'm really loud.
0: So yeah, you know I heard exactly what
2: time she went charging down the stairs because I think this is the critical time here because this is when Alyssa, uh, Emily, I mean, Emma and Elizabeth were parting, just parted ways at this point before she started crying.
1: Wow, there's a lot to unpack there, including a great big silence. So <laughs> Rice is still going over the walk that Alyssa claims to have gone on. And Officer Meyer tells her this was important, that if she went for a smoke break, she can admit it here. But when Grandma Karen adds in that the moment Elizabeth disappeared, that was the moment Alyssa went outside to Emma, her little sister. I think Rice was a little upset that Karen said that.
0: Absolutely, because he wanted. Um, sorry, he he wanted Alyssa to say this. He didn't want yes. it, it to come from Karen, and so Karen's supposed to be sitting there just being there as 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 the grandma. Um, Officer Meyer's supposed to be there as a support for for her when she sort of you know if she breaks down or if she you know can't, yeah not can't to go give ahead.
1: information but and ruin the qu- line of questioning
0: yeah and um and so rice sort of has to backtrack a bit because Lissa was then you know uh, agreeing with her, her grandmother quite quite you know emphatically you know like she's mm. going yeah yeah that's right that's right that's right because they still don't have the timeline quite down yet and so that's a thing that rice now has to go through because he knows that when um uh, her younger sister was hurt because she got caught in, like, um, thorns out uh, the out front of the, their home, that at 6pm, that's when everyone saw that happen and they saw that she was running down to be with her sister. So she couldn't be in two places at once. So, you know, mm. his, his, his first theory is now gone.
1: Yeah. So Rice brings the questioning back to that afternoon before deciding to ask about Alyssa's thoughts on Elizabeth.
2: So you came back, You he helped Emma, and then... What happened from there? You he helped them out and then what you do from there? Um, we went back to the house after I got her out of the house. Then we started to get ready for church because church starts to study. okay Okay. Then we went to church, we just did the activities till 8, came back and everything was crazy. So you got back at 8, and then what What did they tell you? What? Well, they were like, yeah, there's three shares here. People were out searching for her. They can't find her. Those people searching for did she in the boys. And they have dogs and everything. But I don't know. It was Good, just, couldn't find Elizabeth. That's yeah. so what they were telling you. Yeah. They're, they're just and they just like, Yeah, they were like questioning me about the day. They didn't actually question me that day, though, because I went up to go and take a shower, and then... I they just left or something. They just told you Elizabeth was missing? My grandma did, yes. Yeah. How did that make you deal? No, I was just, I didn't think it would, like, you know, happen. Like, things like this don't happen you know? well, to what, what can you tell me about Elizabeth? I don't know, other than her name and her date of birth here. I don't know anything about this girl. Tell me about Elizabeth. Um, well... She's nine. Okay. I don't really know do that much about her either. Um, I mean tell me what you do know about her. Okay. She come over and swim. She's kinda of girly. Like okay. not not like naturistic, I guess I say. Um she can be annoying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um I am two of her age. Yeah. She is on the demo. Occasionally. Yeah. Uh, she rides my yeah, she writes my little sister's odds. That's about it. My brother's Anthony. Okay. She's a brother, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't know anything else about her? No. Well, you know, there's been, uh, there were some folks out there, uh, out in the forest, I guess, digging some holes or looking at some holes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I guess they had said that you like to go out there and, and dig holes, so you know, I'm going to have to ask you some stuff about yourself. Okay. Because, um, you know, obviously that plays in there. If they were looking at holes and you're out there in the forest and that sort of thing. So it, right. I guess just tell, tell me a little bit about yourself so I understand where all this is yeah. coming from. Um, I really like nature, animals, being outside, it's, okay. it's just, you know, nature is like that. And I get bored really easily, and I'm entertained really easily, so, you know, digging holes just something to do. And behind our daycare house, there's, like, two, um, standard, that you haven't built in, right? Two holes. That, for one, me and my brothers were digging holes, and we lived in the house. Okay. And... They're really big. But the one that usually I I don't really dig very big holes. Because I get bored. I'll like start doing it and I'll do this more. Okay. just like to dig holes? And I like to climb trees. Okay. and no. i want to bury very um, dead animals that I find so really disrespectful to them. Okay.
1: I find it interesting that she admitted that she found her annoying.
0: it's that was she she thought long and hard before she actually said that because she didn't want to speak ill of the dead though no one knows that she's actually dead um but she wanted to sort of talk about it as if she was her younger sister
1: Mm, so who she knew nothing about
0: yeah yeah i mean but what we see here and it's very interesting is that we're seeing a motive so she talks about her, her victim as girly and annoying and, you know, was was like my younger sister and all of that sort of stuff. And then they start talking about her and what she does is she um, buries dead animals and digs grapes, you know. And so yeah, this that, girl uh, is everything that Alyssa wouldn't be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, they're, they're showing that there's a difference between the two, and it's a very simplistic view, but it's it's where things start. We, we know now that she sees her as, as, as her opposite, and so it needs to be destroyed.
1: Okay. Big word. She has yep. to be destroyed. That's, I mean... Knowing what we know, it's apt. But geez, that's a big word. Why does something that isn't the same as her have to be destroyed?
0: Because she wanted it to not be her. She didn't want to be the the boisterous girl. That's who she become. I was I was exactly the same. I was such a tomboy growing up. And we we look at the girls that are pretty and easy and don't go and you know cut their jeans up and stuff like that and and, and we realize that it's different to us and we realize that's what we're supposed to be and so when she sees a young girl that is pretty and girly and 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 gentle and easy it's the opposite to how she is growing up like she says i want to play with with my brothers and then i do holes, and then i get bored Mm -hmm. whereas elizabeth here is just a just a, a sweet girl and so there's that, if she's going to pick someone, she's going to pick something that she ha- has a hatred towards. Fascinating. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Well, after trying to work out the timeline of when Alyssa last dug a hole in the scrub, Rice asks the more important question.
2: Why did you dig that hole? Um, because I was bored and I felt like doing something. And tell me about that hole though. It's a very specific hole. A very it was a very unique hole, I should say. For all of your holes like that? No. Okay. But why you dug the hole, so you know yes. you know what I'm talking about. Yes. That was a very very unique hole. I guess I was digging. I mean, whatever shape comes to mind. I was just energy whistle. The reason I'm asking, I just it just seems like a. And you can understand why, as uh, if people were out in the woods looking for, yeah. if looking for a person yes. if they were lost, or God forbid, looking for if they thought it was a, you know, God forbid, a body, why they would be alarmed by that hole because they're, you know, come along a, a hole, a freshly dug hole that was, we're talking about a perfect rectangle hole that is three. By about four and a half, five foot perfect rectangle. Uh, I mean, perfect size. Uh, what would be a, a grave? Or, well, you think of a small coffin. So, think a perfect rectangle about three feet by about four and a half, five foot straight, shovel marks down. Mm-hmm. About as you described when I talked to you out there, about that deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Straight down the first few inches of dirt, uh, you know, up until you get to that real hard packed pack dirt, almost as if somebody were digging down. Got to the point where you get to those roots in that hard dirt and realize it's too hard to dig. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why so many people, I think, were alarmed by that hole because that's the kind of hole that, that we sense. as investigators typically see when. When we find a body underneath it? So uh, I think that's why there were so many people alarmed by that. So that's the reason I was asking you why most people, if they were just going to bury a bunny or, or something out there, you know, they dig. I'm digging a hole. I gotta mean, just dig a hole. But for a 15-year-old girl to dig a perfectly rectangle three by four, five square rectangle hole, it just caught a lot of people as very odd. Yeah, it makes sense, it does. What do you think about that? Well, I guess you know the timing for digging that hole was definitely not good. Have you ever
1: dug a hole like that before? I have. Where have? You? <laughs> wow. Okay. So a girl's gone missing and this girl. This teenage girl is digging grave-shaped and sized holes.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep. It's interesting. But we we can see that Rice is actually digging for something else. Sorry about that pun there. Um, He he believes that she didn't act uh, by herself. He he believes that her boyfriend helped her too and that she wasn't strong enough to actually dig these holes, even though she very much did. But there's – Oh, yeah. It's okay. We'll go over it again. It's all good. But there's something more important the that you missed as well. Not yet. He's just saying, you know, did you do it alone? She's going, oh. Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because I'm yep. thinking I missed a reference to a boyfriend, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> oh, he's got a few suspects that he's going to spoil. Spoiler alert. But, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's very interesting. I promise you it's not going to spoil anything. But you missed something else in that bit too. Can we just go, like, about the last five seconds or so. Can we just.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's rewind the tape. Have you ever dug a hole like that before?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I have. Where have
1: Yeah, I did hear that on the first <laughs> time. She has dug holes before. Graves before.
0: Yep. Yeah well graves yeah but karen's in the background nodding she is giving her some some self-assurance that it's okay that you've been digging holes and i don't see an issue with it and she's actually supporting her so they're both nodding their heads and she's looking at at her grandma to go like yeah this is okay right and and karen's thinking she's dug these holes before she hasn't killed anyone before she hasn't done it now it's just circumstantial and a bit odd i get but it's like it's okay this is what she does
1: Hang on. So the grandmother was nodding,
0: as well. Very much so.
1: I'm going to have to be a pain. I need to replay that clip because I need to see that. <laughs> I'm sorry for the people on the audio podcast. No. <laughs> I need to see that.
2: Have you ever dug a hole like that before? I
1: have. Oh yeah. Where there she is. Right. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, she and nodding she, she's nodding. All right. In- and she's in the line of sight too. So so Alyssa is sitting there and she's looking at her, her grandma as well as as mm. Rice. So they're in that sight. So the support person is in the worst possible place. Um, yeah, we'll get to her. Um, but, yeah, so so she's being comforted by, you know, like the art gallery behind saying, yeah, it's okay that, you know, yeah. this is what you've done.
1: Digging graves. Um, Digging graves. All right, well... <laughs> Things are about to take another turn because Rice asks, "What she does with the holes?"
2: I've buried animals. There up in, behind the house. There's like a little hill that goes up, and there's trees, and there's like a little grave site. We dug holes for dead cats. Okay, I mean, did you? Because what I'm trying to do is so that I can go out of here and you know be able to tell some of these other agents that, look, this you know, this wasn't. She wasn't digging a grave site. She's dug holes like this before. Mm -hmm. Uh, So are there other sites you could show us that where you dug a perfect rectangle Uh, hole like this, or is this the only time you dug a hole just like that? Because if there is another hole like that, you could show us. I think that's the only hole that's not filled in. Well, it doesn't matter if it's filled in or not. We have experts out there that can look at that. And, I mean, these guys can – it doesn't matter if it's a year old. They can. They have sonar. They can run right over it. and They can tell you the shape, the depth, the whole thing. These, we're talking about guys that have uh, the FBI. They have instruments that can do just just about everything. So, I mean, if there is one that you can point out, we can show them. Look, this. You know, this girl likes dig holes in certain shapes, and that way they they'll calm down. And you know, nobody will think you know it's it's different or weird about it. So, do you? Or I mean, is there? Have you dug a hole like this before then, or is this the first time? It's not completely like this, but it's, like, kind of, like, sad. Okay. Let's so this is it up for a shoebox. Okay, but this is the first time of that size. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. But well, what about the big round ones that well, I keep kept falling in I mean, They're deep. <laughs> <I'm getting laughs> Did you guys quit doing this? Because they're dangerous. And we used yeah. to ride our horses up there. and I could Sure. Flat. I mean, they're huge. Okay. There's, like, three or four of them. Yeah. Digging,
1: now, this is, now, this is on our property. Digging pits. What? <laughs> I don't know. It was entertaining. This is a bit weird. We've got Karen, the grandmother, really just trying to see this as an in- innocent scenario. They're having a laugh and a joke. I fall down their holes. They're two rounds. So she's almost saying, I told them not to make round holes, so they made rectangles. Yeah, they look like graves, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah, pretty much it's all very calm and easy and light and fluffy and rice is, is is getting information that he needs but he hasn't even gone anywhere near the red flags that he is is see because every time that they say oh you know that's all all there is he comes back with that the FBI is out there looking and their mm. experts and they can see a, fel- a f- filled in hole um you know but he doesn't even allude to, the case. Like they're talking about holes. They're not looking for a body. They're not looking for, yeah. you know, a dead girl or a girl that's been abducted. He hasn't even gone there yet. It's still pretty much surface level, even though we're talking about holes. Um, but <laughs> the puns in this episode are terrible. <laughs> um but but it's interesting that that that's where he's sort of going. It's just, yeah, being easy talking about holes, you know. And so a uh, L- L- lesser is just totally and utterly blindsided that she has no idea what's about to come but she just you know like she said oh yeah it's very entertaining um yeah
1: (laughs) she hasn't realized like you you watch her she is sitting back she had a laugh in that last clip she really doesn't know that they're circling on her at the moment and rice now is bringing the conversation back to the missing girl and listen to this clip as he asks some very straightforward questions
2: what do you know about all of this so far? Obviously, unfortunately, your poor family's been thrown in the middle of this, so what what do you know about this whole investigation or mess? She's still missing, they're out looking for her, they don't want any more because there's a lot of volunteers so far. It's this is really big. They've had helicopters yeah, they searching haven't. as well. And oh, that's pretty much them serious. Yeah, imagine if Emma was Saint God, it would be awful. Yeah. And and know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's why, why they're making such a big day. deal about this. Can yeah. you like I it. mean, you can understand you can't why all this down is going on. the stairs on. when Emma was screaming outside. I mean, I just can't. I know. I've got kids, so I can't, mm-hmm. can't even imagine. I'm going to ask you just some some opinion questions here. Okay. What What do you think happened to Elizabeth? Well, I really don't think she would run away because she's nine. And they've been searching for two days, never got any sign of her. So I, I think that maybe someone kidnapped her or something. It's a terrible thing, but I don't know what else to assume. Would she have easily been lured into a car? I was she that kind of girl? I don't... I, I, don't was
0: she, I mean, would maybe. she have been, like, a, with a kitten? I mean,
1: maybe. Um, you'd have to ask her a i sure. sure. Why is this support person talking? Why is she asking questions like this?
0: Um, I have no idea, and I wanted to smack her upside the head just then. Would she have been lured away with a puppy or a kitten? Like... I, I I have no words for, for why she, she said that. That's Rice good is there for a to podcast. interview she Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just so <laughs> frustrating. You know, Rice is trying to get this going. He, he he has her talking, he's asked her to do some hypotheticals to see if she would lead to, but as we saw, her her responses were look over there. She she's been abducted, she's gone, she's not here. You know, don't look here basically was her her response. Not that it came across like that, but that's exactly what she was saying. Like mm. she's not gonna be found in in the holes I've dug. You know, she sent them elsewhere saying she probably got kidnapped. And then Maya saying, you know, would she have been lured away? Like you're asking a sixteen year old girl who has death fantasies, but she's not gonna think about, oh well the girl up the stairs, up the street want a puppy or or a kitten. I'm not quite sure. Um, but she's supposed to be there to Um, help her she's not there to question her and it's like and rice just looks at her and i'm like yeah mate i'm with you she's supposed to be like are you okay answering these questions you don't have to answer these questions that's what she is is supposed to be doing but she's she's gone from being passive to active as an interrogator and
1: they all want to be the interrogator they all want to be the hero
0: yeah they want that big win they want to say Mm -hmm. i got him you know but yeah
1: All right. Well, after asking her what should happen to the person who may have hurt the little girl, Rice brings it back with a very direct question, and this shifts the entire interview around.
2: Did you do anything to Elizabeth? No. Did you cause her disappearance? No. Did you kill her? No. Do you know where she's at right now? No.
1: Okay. Pretty emphatic with those answers.
0: Well, her words were, but her body language was a whole different kettle of fish there. Um, we might need to watch it again and explain it.
1: <laughs> okay, let's um, play it again, please. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> Did you
2: do anything to Elizabeth? No. Did you cause her disappearance? No. Did you kill her? No. Do you know where she's at right now? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay what are you seeing because her hands are <laughs> clenched they are clenched she shook yep. her head with each no no she didn't uh,
0: no she didn't
1: okay what this happened?
0: is to shake the head left to right she's going like this she's going like it's 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 a diagonal so her head is trying to nod while she's trying to say no and it doesn't I'm, work
1: i'm gonna be a pain i know this is yep, a good audio podcast but i want to see that again <laughs> i'm sorry
2: did you do anything to Elizabeth? No. Did you cause her disappearance? No. Did you kill uh, her? No. Do you know where she's at right now? No.
1: Okay. That was a shame. All right, Amanda. Uh, There's a little bit of a, no, I, I, don't if I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't
0: know. Just hold tight. Just hold tight. It's sending us in a, in a different direction so we've gone from an emphatic no to a, yeah i'm saying no but i really want to nod my head to we're going to see absolute nods later so it's just interesting to watch how things develop so this isn't the be all and end or yet we've got a lot more to go through but we're now seeing that there's a change in how she's responding to what her body language is doing and what she's saying as, as you said she's she's got her hands clasped now whereas before she was talking with them and and i was just playing with her fingernails so things are starting to shut down because she's realizing that they're getting close to questions that she's not ready to hear.
1: Well, they literally asked if she killed the little girl. It's getting pretty intense. And then we have Maya once again, ready to destroy a line of questioning.
2: Um, I may have, I may have, I'm new to this. Um, so Elizabeth was playing with Emma? That's my understanding. And when was that? Oh, they were sometime after I had gone in the forest, because I guess Emma just decided to go over here with Elizabeth. Oh, uh, after you ran away? Yes. She went to find somebody new to play with? Mm-hmm. Have you talked with Emma about all this? I have. I mean, what, a little bit. What, what did she say? She's just saying that Elizabeth dropped her off and decided to go back home. She didn't really say too much about it. I and mean, then she said, yeah, they were playing. She wasn't tangled up in the bush with her? No. That was supposedly after Elizabeth dropped her off, I guess. Okay. Um... And, and I, go, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Do I need to stop? Yes. Yes. Actually, okay. I need you to step out if, if, okay. if possible. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Oh, well, you yeah. Need a bit longer because we're out Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, whatever the rules are. I'll you go ahead first, please.
1: Um. Once she does a lot of talking. And now she needs to use the bathroom. Maybe don't keep drinking that coffee or water or whatever you <laughs> had.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's talking about the timeline. We're back to the timeline of when she disappeared, and and she's like, "Oh, yeah, I need to wee." Like, I mean, really, uh, you know, these can go for hours. We have done some of these interrogations that are like ten hours long. Yes, they do take breaks, but we're like um, about half an hour in, three, three quarters of an hour into this interview, and she needs to pee, and at the worst possible time. You well, that's so much that that. that
1: I think we have this week's dickhead Derek. Oh, oh the interview's going so well. He's asking her if he killed the kid. I'm gonna go to the toilet and give everyone a chance to rethink their uh, narratives. Oh yeah, dickhead Derek is back exactly. for another week. Jesus Christ, is she on the defence team? Bloody hell. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I I know a lot of people have wanted the return of Ticket, Derek, so <laughs> we'll see if we can find one each week. Hey, um, after a few minutes later, everyone returns from to the room, I should say, and after a few scenarios are thrown around, Rice again tries the harder line of questioning. Now
2: yeah, it's my understanding that uh did the FBI do uh, a search or something of, of the house where you guys lived? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. What what was that all about? Um, they searched our house, I guess, for any signs of Elizabeth, and they found stuff in the room, but not like evidence like that. They found like marijuana seeds, and, <laughs> and you understand. I don't care about marijuana seeds or any of that. And they found my uh, medication. Don't care about that. Yeah. That's not what we're here about. Has Elizabeth ever been in the house? She's coming she, over. She to visit yes. Yeah. I assume she's a neighbor girl. She's probably been over there. So, uh, not a big deal there. So, um, you said they searched your room. Yes. Other marijuana seats and that sort of stuff. Did they, did they find anything? Yep. Okay. Did they take anything? Um, they took my sheet and a pillowcase, okay. I think. Did they take anything else? Um, I don't think so. I haven't really surveyed anything. Okay. Okay. Could be close. So they took everything pair and, okay. and a diary. Yeah. I mean, they gave us the list. I, it's not all coming to me what was on the list, but there's a lot of lists. Your diary. Yeah. You ever gone through the diary? I looked at some of it, yes. Did you
1: know that? Yeah. Does it make you angry? I don't know. Wow, Alyssa really seems to be on the back foot. We can see that in her posture.
0: She goes from a point of, yeah, yeah, they come and they took a she and a pillowcase and I know they're okay. But then when Karen says, And your diary, she stops moving. She yeah. goes solid still. She's a deer in the headlights there. She has no idea that this is what's happened and she has no idea if anyone's read it or if they were able to um, get it as, as, as fast as they can. I mean, this is two days after the girl has disappeared and, um, yeah, Alyssa had no idea that her diary had been taken. and Obviously, Karen hadn't told her or asked her what was in it or, or mm. anything. So this is a shocking re- revelation that has now come through.
1: And it was interesting because Rice picked up on how she felt and said, "How does that make you feel?" And she said, "Angry." So he's now got a good line of questioning. He sees an opportunity. Let's have a listen to what happens when he heads down this avenue of questioning. so
2: make angry? Uh, Yeah, it's kind of your private, private, personal thoughts, isn't it? Yeah, I can understand being angry with that. She's but only get sitting out. I've never gone looking. She's got to sitting open on the floor. I'm, I'm in there. I care about it. Um, the diary is supposed to be, you know, I understand where it comes from. Because the diary is supposed to be your, you know, where you keep your, your personal thoughts and your secrets and the rest of it. And that's where we, you know, put our secrets, isn't it? So, and you know, with something like this, there's. You know, obviously, you know, we as law enforcement, you know, we're we're obviously, we don't know everything that's going on yet because we haven't found it yet. Um, So we're looking at all avenues with this right now. And, uh, um, we've talked to a lot of people and, and, and I can tell you, though, we, uh, there's some people that we have talked to that we don't feel we're telling the truth yet. Um, and that's why we go around, we collect a lot of stuff because we don't always know what is the evidence. and What is isn't. So sometimes we collect things that we don't, we don't know if they're evidence or not. So we collect things just in case. And that's why they go to your house and they, you know, just yeah. in case because that sort of thing. So, um, they collect a lot of things such as your diary. In the shovels. In the shovels. Do you think they went through your diary? If they collected it, then most
1: likely. Well do I think I'm just very supposed to be fine, Abby. I I didn't quite catch that last part but it was interesting how her face has completely dropped there's a fear she- about people reading that diary and it was also interesting that he allowed her to have some silence some thinking time and she broke that silence
0: yeah, as we know, we we all hate uncomfortable silences, and that's what he's now doing. He's allowing her to sort of get stuck in her own head while he stares at her so she can't look away. She can't sort of get up and wander around and try and sort of clear her, her head and get the adrenaline out of her system. She has to sit there and face him. And as a 15-year-old, she, she doesn't have that maturity to – um, to hold that back. So, so she goes, you know, so, and yep, she's not answering questions as much as she is. And she's giving a hums and things like that now because her body is just shutting down on her and she has, is panicked because if she knows they've got her diary, they also know that she, uh, they, she also knows then that they have, um, some huge evidence against her if they've read it.
1: If, They've read it, and if they have her diary, why wouldn't they read it? Rice brings the whole thing back in a very interesting way. Have a look at this.
2: We talked a little bit earlier about technology. Mm-hmm. Even if you write something down, yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's say you write it down in pencil. And then you take a pen and try real hard to scratch it out. That doesn't make it go away. It's still there.
1: Oh, she's panicked. And it's pretty obvious he is setting something up. Uh, Amanda, you believe we need context and you need us to look at Alyssa's diary page Now, the one that, though it's been scribbled out, they can still read it, and that's what he's saying there
0: yeah absolutely if 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 we look at the images there we can see that um she has scribbled it out quite darkly um darkly anyway um and <laughs> she's put the date as well which is insane um it's weird the people who keep diaries and they go and kill people and then write i've never it,
1: understood but- why anyone would keep a diary why would you <laughs> put your innermost thoughts on a piece of paper for anyone to find i've <laughs> never understood it i've never done it
0: and I know you've read people's diaries, so oh. um, that's a whole nother issue. Hang on, I do not remember <laughs> reading your diary. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that you did confess to me one time. But that's a whole other story. But people who don't Doesn't know, when count you were that teenage, I'm so old now, I forgot and- what was in it. Forget, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that exciting. I was like 16, so um, yeah, it was all full of angst and bullshit. So, interesting but, what you <laughs> deem
1: un- unexciting, but anyway, let's not worry about that. Uh, <laughs> go back to this page. So, this is her, she's yes, scribbled so, it out, yeah.
0: So, what she's written there, there, you know. And, It looks like that you wouldn't be able to read it. Um, This is not the way to do it. She's she's scribbled in lines for those that are are watching the film. Um, But you should always do circles to to try and cross things out because um, it's just better than what she's done here.
1: Okay, so let's go back to the interview as Rice goes through what they have. And
2: forensically, actually you don't even need a whole lot of forensics. If you hold it up to a light, you can see what was written. And then when that's processed forensically, every word, every stroke is still there.
1: Do you hear me? Wow, she can barely speak now. She knows that they have read that last diary entry, no matter how hard she scrubbed it out, they're saying they can read it, Amanda.
0: It, and, and they could. And it started off that they could only work out a few words. So what they had straight up was slit, slit, and throat. That's the first two words that they were able to unscribble out. So they knew then that she had killed the girl. And um, that, so then they had to make their efforts even stronger to actually see what else was written in there. And, and they were able to decipher the entire journal entry. And it reads: "I just on, so killed this, someone." I sp- sorry,
1: this is the diary unscrubbed.
0: Yes, yeah, so this is the this is the forensic um, picture of what they were able to do and how they were able to get it completely and utterly deciphered. So wow. um it Yeah, so this is what she had actually written under that scribble. Um, It says, I just fucking killed someone. I strangled them and slit their throat and stabbed them. Now they're dead. I don't know how to feel at the moment. It was amazing. As soon as you get over the, oh, my God, I can't do this feeling, it's pretty enjoyable. I'm kind of nervous and shaky, though, right now. Okay, I've got to go to church. Lol.
1: Got to go to church. Lol. Oh, my God. That is huge. So now both Rice and Alyssa sit in silence for almost 10 seconds before Rice begins again.
2: What we want to do is find out what happened to the little girl. Okay. Okay. You have a little sister. Yes. If something happened to her, you would want to know where she is yes even if something bad had happened to her yes you would want to know what happened to her right now i don't know if she has a sibling or law. i don't know i don't know her family but i know her family wants to find her and recover her need to know what the truth is okay. we have your diary we've read your diary mm-hmm. including the last entry
1: mm-hmm. oh my god she has been caught and she kn- she knows it she knows it
0: yeah yeah and and Her mind would be absolute racing. She would feel sick. Her body would be shaking inside. She's holding herself together. She's trying to think of of all different stories, you know, a teenager writes crappy stuff, you know, it's not real. She she would be thinking about scenarios like that. She would try and work out any way to get around what they might have read because she doesn't know what they've read. She's just assuming that maybe they got a couple of words out of it, but they got the whole thing before Mm. Rice went into that interview. So he knew, um, you know, and he has just basically come out and said, "We we could read it, you know." So and, and he says, "We know you did now. it," and she doesn't deny it. No, no, and, and and that's the thing. She's sitting there now, just sort of like ahams, uh, yep, shaking her, fr- her fringe out of her face. She is in so much shock. She had no idea that that they were coming to here, and this has been. B- b- um, besides the toilet break that they had to have um, for the other officer to go, um, he has been in there with her the whole time. So it's not like he's being fed in, info and information is yeah. coming in. He had this ready to go. And it's amazing how long they let things play out before they go, yeah, but we've got this.
1: That takes patience because you just want to go, here's your diary. We know you did it, case closed, right? But it's, it's <laughs> exactly. fascinating the journey they go on. Amanda, we... We need to have a a, a Bex and a good lie down because what (laughs) I love about this, I've been asking for a confession. I have a feeling you've given me one. What can we expect in the next episode of Monsters and Murder, Serial Killer (laughs) Confessions?
0: Well, uh, he's, uh, we have Rice bringing up a whole different set of scenarios again, and, and offering a different suspect that might have helped her, because he really doesn't believe that she she did this alone. And then we have a twist that's going to slap you all in the face.
1: Slap in the face! Can't wait. All right, Amanda Howard. Yeah. Thank you very much. Don't forget to have a full interactive experience with Amanda on video. Go to patreon.com slash mwmconfessions or subscribe to the video feed through mwm.uscreen.io. I'm Rob McKnight. She was Amanda Howard. We'll see you next week for this fascinating case. Thanks, Amanda. Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news.